Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, thank you for joining us this hour. If you've missed any part of today's show or any show, we have been massively rebuilding our podcasts and archived audio for your listening pleasure. So if you go to our new website, sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S.net, you won't lose me. And you'll find usually within 72 hours of a broadcast, you will find the archived audio and the podcasts for that show. And we managed to link up to podcasts predating the 18th of August when sabrams.com was assaulted viciously. Um, you know, if I knew who did this thing, I'd get them good. <laughs> yeah, they deserve it. <laughs> but, you know, there is such a thing as karma. The good news is that we have been working feverishly since we stopped reeling from the shock of almost 20 years of work that went into sabrams.com disappearing from the face of the cyberspace. And um, please have a look at sabrams.net. We're actually quite proud of it. And uh, we're rebuilding as fast as we can. Uh, so you'll find, you can find podcasts prior to the 18th of August, as well as the newer ones. Um, I, if, if all of them aren't up at this moment, they will be any minute. But we've pretty much done a good job on August and, and uh, October. And half of September, I think, is there. Maybe by the time you get around to having a look, all of September will be there as well. But there are buttons for you to click on that'll take you back ages for um, Travel with Stephanie Abrams and um, formerly known uh, on our Saturday show as Travelers 411. You'll find all of it uh, online now at S-A-B-R-A-M-S, S-Abrams. Dot net. Um, you can also go to Google and and uh, just look for radio show travel expert. You'll have a tough time losing me. At least that's a good thing. So in any event, um, life has been extraordinarily strange of late. Um, this has been probably the weirdest year in my life. Um, while there have been so many low points we have managed to do something I used to talk about years ago. I used to talk about that I lived under a plastic bubble and I only let in what I wanted to let in. And that included people and events. And I lived very happily under my plastic bubble. And then in the mid 80s, I joined a company that was a $200 million travel company and made a significant contribution to propelling it into a $1.5 billion travel company, living through all kinds of challenges, because that's all we do in the travel industry. And you'll find the people who are leaders in the travel industry 
are resilient and have been through any number of crazinesses before. So in the 1960s, 70s, we dealt with skyjackings and hijackings. Uh, people would get on planes and take them to Cuba or somewhere. Uh, and Tebby, they'd go somewhere. Um, in the 1980s, we dealt with terrorism in Europe. Um, people rolling hand grenades through Rome Airport. Um, people shooting at the Pope. Um, the Achille Laro assault where uh, pirates came on board and um, terrorized the population on a ship. And then we lived through the Gulf War and the recession from 89 to 92. We lived through 2001 and SARS and the SARS epidemic, which affected travel but didn't affect people outside of Asia for the most part. Swine flu, which affected Mexico but for the most part didn't affect the U.S. Um, 2008 to 2012, 13, the banking fiasco that brought economics in the world to a halt. And now we've got this nutsiness. It's like the good news is that the memory of the traveling public tends to be short. Generally speaking, six months. This is a little different because this has affected the entire world, this COVID business. And yet you talk to people in the travel industry and they are all in the midst of using this time these quiet down days that I used to refer to when people opened new travel agencies in my last company and my last life. Where at the height of the company, before the towers came down, we had about 400 travel agencies and 37 states, 21 countries, 50 of them inside Walmart super centers, and I was second in command of the company. And I can remember talking to new offices opening, because it was a franchise company, to new owners and to their managers and telling them the first three to six months, in general, unless you walk in with groups in your pockets, they're going to be slow. They're going to be quiet. This is when you need to be doing your marketing planning, your promotional planning, your sales planning, and start implementing all of that because once you get busy, you're going to wish for a quiet day. Because most of the time, we do. Occasionally, we plan. Rarely do we make the time to evaluate. And we are accurately accused, particularly by companies in Japan, used to love to lord it over us, and they weren't wrong when they said the American approach is ready, fire, aim. Whereas in Japan, they would plan for 75 years out. Our folks do a business plan in the U.S., you're lucky they plan for the next year. But they would plan all the chess pieces. And if we do this and then we do that and we do this and we do that 
and that's what will roll out 20, 30, 50, 75 years from now, which is how the Japanese came into the American car industry and shook it up with that kind of planning. So we've got that time now, whatever your business is. Do not waste it pining about the darkness. Light candles, people. And now is the time to be doing it. And I know that there are destinations that are revving up, gearing up, doing all kinds of things to provide the kind of environment that you can have confidence visiting. At this very moment, your visitation area is limited because there are far too many destinations, even close to home, in Canada, in the Caribbean, in Europe. There are lists of countries that are, they've put out a welcome mat for us, but they've put obstacles in the way, like you can come and visit, but you got to quarantine and hibernate for 14 days before we'll let you go anywhere within our country. And with good reason, I understand and respect it all. But this is a year, at least for 2020, that maybe we should be really focusing on my new feature, Stay and Play USA, and look at destinations in the U.S. But I've been speaking with some heads of tourist boards in Caribbean destinations, European destinations, and they're getting ready to open up for Americans. They haven't announced it yet. Some will be this year, as early maybe as November 1st. But it's still in flux, and everything's on a day-to-day basis. But what you need to be doing is evaluating your own life as it relates to travel. Where are those places you've always wanted to go and haven't been? They need to be at the top of your list. And maybe there are some places that you haven't even thought about that should be at the top of your list. And we will be doing everything we can to share with you destinations you need to consider and people who have an authoritative voice so that it all jives with my mission of providing you with information that is both educational and motivational so that you can go to places that I am positive you will return home from, enriched, enhanced, inspired, and uplifted, and somehow know you are a better person because of the experience you just had. And a good part of that is a focus on going to places that provide you with a healthful environment where they've paid attention to every detail to assure you go home the same or better than when you came. So we're going to be talking with a leader in the travel industry who also is a SCALIC, a member of SCAL. You remember I belong to SCAL Boston. And he is a very important person at SCAL New York City. And we're going to be talking with Wayne Lee after these very important messages. So stay with me. We'll be right back.
It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I promised you a visit with Wayne Lee. He is the president of Wayne's World Media. You can visit their site by going to sabrams.net. And in today's program show notes, you'll find a link that will take you to waynesworldmedia.com. But I offer you the website in case you're in a hurry to have a look. And um, Wayne is, um, you're the president, no, of SCAL New York City? Yes. How long, when did you become president? Uh, It was uh, January of this year. Perfect time to become president. Oh, golly. So, um, a travel organization. Except for January and maybe February. Um, have all your meetings been um, cyberspace meetings? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we started doing ours in March, um, and we are continually doing them. We hope to be meeting in person, hopefully sometime in November, fingers crossed. Oh, well, that would be a good thing. People, um, yeah. if, you're, if you're new to listening, SCAL is an, org- an international organization of professionals and leaders in the travel industry. And you can visit SCAL, S-K-A-L, like in Scandinavia when they hold up a glass and do a toast. SCAL.org, SCAL.org. And uh, if you go to sarums.net and click on my Corona Voyage vlogs, vlog number five is my SCAL toast. Uh, We were all asked by SCAL International Headquarters in Spain to create a recorded video uh, to post for World Scale Day, April 28th, 2020. And there we were in County Antrim with all our equipment, so I didn't have to just do it on my phone the way most people did. And we produced, a, 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 it's cute, and it's really a little tour of County Antrim, Northern Ireland, where we were ensconced uh, for, um, well, we were in Ireland for a week less than five months because we couldn't get home. <laughs> so we lived in County Antrim for four months, four and a half months. It was fabulous. <laughs> we had more fun than we were entitled to, trust me. The world was <laughs> suffering, and you're going to get stuck somewhere. That was a good place to get stuck. So give give us a little info on what is Wayne's World Media Group that you are the president of. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne's World Media um is a pretty much a full-service marketing communications agency uh, that I established back in 2010. Uh, We primarily work in marketing destinations to the B2B, B2C uh, audiences. So some of the, the, I guess, the offerings that we do provide uh, to our clientele is everything from your traditional type of advertising and marketing from television to print, um, but also digital advertising, social media advertising, uh, standard PR, a lot of content marketing. Uh, and we primarily work with, um, uh, when we started and, and still to this day, with international destinations. So we, we work with um, a lot of European countries, uh, some Caribbean countries, as well as um, uh, a handful in Asia. Uh, but with that said, with with how this year has started and taken off, it's uh, actually created a, a lot of different mindsets when it comes to um, how you may want to 
and I don't want to overuse this word. I think this word is being used a lot already. Pivot in different directions. Oh and no, in our case, Yeah, absolutely. Keep it. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, and and pivot to uh, you know a, a different mindset when it comes to how especially Americans are treating um, this time of travel uh, or this upcoming moments of travel. Um, so it's 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 U.S. based, you know, and I, I think that's going to be here for a little while as well. I mean, it's not going to be, you know, turning back to international as soon as we have a cure. I think Americans are realizing that they, you know, we live in a very beautiful country that that, that offers a lot as well. Well, you know, and we are blessed that way because there are places one can live that are offer a very limited range of travel experiences and um, Especially, you know, there are certain island destinations where if you live on that island, you're pretty much, you know, you're limited to the borders, you know, the sea line, the coastline. Um, We have so much in the U.S. that so many have not explored, and that includes me. But we're going to take a quick break and come right back and dive into the challenges of marketing destinations and where to go during this COVID business. Stay with me, this is Stephanie Abrams. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is... Wayne Lee, and would you believe his company is Wayne's World? Well, it's more than that. It's Wayne's World Media Group, and their website is waynesworldmedia.com. He is president of SCAL New York City, and um, I am a member of SCAL Boston. And this is an organization that is doing its best to keep members abreast of everything that goes on in the travel industry. Um, in fact, years ago, uh, Wayne, do you remember uh, Julia Aslanta when she was uh, international president, you know, global, worldwide president of SCAL? Yes, yes. Well, she had the misfortune of being uh, having her uh, year of presidency during swine flu. No, swine flu? Yes, swine flu. At first I thought it was SARS, but now it was swine flu. And I had her on the air with me to talk about it because there were hotels going to fabulous extremes to create healthful environments so that people could travel and, you know, have less concern, although they needed to do their own due diligence, with hand sanitation and whatnot to make sure that you could travel and travel well. And, um, you know, clearly your comments in the last segment, if you're just joining us, know that everything is archived and podcast at our new website. So if you lose me or you drive out of range, you're listening to the radio station that you love to listen to, Always know, if you can't find us on on the radio dial, you can go to sabrams.net and get everything you missed or listen to it again. Um, 
or share it with friends and maybe you can plan a trip together. But we launched a couple of weeks ago um, a focus on Stay and Play USA. And we are so blessed because within the confines of the 48 states, we have the contiguous states. We've got tropics. We've got deserts. We've got mountains. Um, we've got playlands. We've got fabulous open spaces and a coastline that doesn't quit. And so the opportunities to go someplace where you're not in or with crowds, you can be in the open air, um, you can be in the thick of snow on mountains if you want to in the dead of winter, or you can be in a more tropical location all within the 48 states, which you don't find that everywhere. I mean, even if you look at Canada, you look at Asia, you look at China, look at, look at Eastern Europe or Western Europe, you're constantly crossing into populated areas or you are in tundra. <laughs> you're in a place where, you know, nothing's growing. <laughs> there is no reason yeah. to be there. So we have an entire country that's between the right lines of latitude so that 100% of the country offers wonderful places to go and visit and be in. And I don't know how easy it is to get um, at a time you'd like to go to Alaska or Hawaii. I have to take a look and see what's going on with airlines. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of um, uh, difficulties being faced right now, right this very minute, because just this past week um, there was an announcement that um, uh, the CDC has gotten itself involved with ports and not allowing ships to do certain things that interface with ports in the U.S., which would include sailing in or out. And um, apparently ASTA is taking those folks to court to see if they can get some kind of decision because with so many things that are allowed to be opened to single out cruise lines, you know, either close them all up or let them open too, kind of a thing. I mean, there's a sense of something unfair is going on there, and that's why there is a talk of a lawsuit being lodged by ASTA um, against the government uh, and the CDC decisions that relate to cruise lines. But we're looking at Stay and Play USA, and you indicated that while you have focused, and if you've just joined us, we're talking with Wayne Lee of Wayne's World Media Group, and you can visit them at waynesworldmedia.com. Um, you indicated that while your focus has been predominantly off U.S. soil, you're now looking at potentially working with uh, tourist boards, convention and visitors bureaus, the visitors bureaus, and I separate them because we live in Berkshire County in Western Massachusetts, and we have the Berkshire Visitors Bureau, which got swallowed up into a few other organizations after the Bill Wilson, who was the leader for 23 years, um, left several years ago, and the, the organization has kind of dissipated and swallowed up into some other 
organizations that, in theory, have the same interests, but aren't pure play tourism. And that's really what we need to be focused on. So what are you looking at in terms of developing relationships to help places in America who want and need the attention where people could drive a, a, draw a circle on the map within a 500-mile radius or a 1,000-mile oh. diameter of places that they'd want to go and visit or whatever. There are a lot of places people don't even think about in the U.S., on their hit parade of where to go. And I'm just wondering, you know, what you're looking at in terms of targets. Well, it's, it's, um, that's a loaded question, and there's so many great answers uh, for this. Um, for example, you mentioned how beautiful the U.S. is. We were, we were kind of touching on that before and what the U.S. offers in, in, in relation to what a lot of other countries may be handcuffed on what they can offer. Well, you can't go um, 200 the... miles above the Canadian border. You know, the, between the, the U.S.-Canadian border, and we're not particularly welcome there right now, and I understand it, but between the U.S.-Canadian border and 200 miles north, that's where life exists. Above that, it's, you know, it's out, it's out in the wild and, you know, the, the, it's barren, basically. I mean, you've got some yeah, rivers and yeah. lakes and whatever, but unless you're an, an, an anthropologist or an explorer, it's, that's not where the action is. Whereas 100% yeah. of the 1,500 miles between our southern border and our Canadian border and 3,000 miles wide, we've got really developed areas filled with history and, you know, name it, cultural well, and take, this well, and that. Well, well, for for and example, take, take, the, take the state of Virginia for an example. Oh, I love uh, Virginia. The, the, the state of Virginia, you can go to the nation's capital. You can go to the beautiful uh, Blue Ridge Mountains. You can go to the beautiful Atlantic uh, Ocean coastline in Virginia Beach. Shenandoah um, Valley. You have, you have history. You have culture. Uh, you have culinary. You have vineyards. So just one small state, and I say a small state. It, it um, is, and by the it's, way. It's not the size of Texas or anything like that, you know, but it, it just offers so much. And each state here in the U.S. is really like that. I mean, there, there's so many things that that you can do so many things that you can find authentic. Yes, and well, that's you know, really another big key word when it comes to travel in today's world. You know, Wayne, um, I was born in Baltimore, and my mother did not enjoy air travel. And so we did a lot of travel by train, and we did a lot of travel by car. And to get from Baltimore to Virginia is, you know, you have breakfast, and by the time you're ready for lunch, you're in Virginia. And um, there are places I remember from my childhood, and there are so many people homeschooling. You want to homeschool? Make it a classroom without walls, people. Take your children traveling. The Caverns of Luray, the Shenandoah Valley, um, Front Royal, Virginia. I remember staying in, in hotels and motels as a child in Front Royal, Virginia, to be right at the beginning of uh, the Shenandoah Valley and the Blue Ridge Mountains and the Caverns of Luray. And by the way, if you're a golfer, you have golfing heaven in Virginia. And Virginia is one of those destinations that gets it. 
that understands it has history in Williamsburg and Fredericksburg and name the Berg. They've got it. Um, that has beautiful hiking trails and biking trails and beach lines that you've mentioned, Wayne. And for ages, I mean, you know, you talk to anybody in Virginia, um, what comes to mind is the very old promotion they did, Virginia is for Lovers. And they've done updates of that tagline since. But there is no question. Now, if you took a car trip, uh, as a person born in Baltimore who knows Baltimore and is greatly offended by somebody who's running for some seat somewhere, um, I don't remember if it's uh, in Congress or the Senate, but there's a woman out there running for a seat, and she is from the Baltimore area and uh, must be House of Representatives, but I could be wrong on that. Um, and she, I, I saw on some newscast some god-awful-looking street that she shows as she's walking along as this is Baltimore. Can I tell you, you can find that street in Atlanta, in New York City, in Boston. Uh, name the place. You can find that street not only all over America. Try East Berlin. They still haven't rebuilt from World War II. And um, they have so much to offer in Berlin. People don't think twice about, you know, should we or shouldn't we go. But in you've got Edgar Allan Poe's house. Um, you've got the, that Baltimore Harbor area that's fabulous. Um, you know, one, is... one area we didn't touch on was, was actually the Chesapeake Bay, which oh, ends in Inner Harbor and begins at the mouth at, at the, Ch- at the uh, uh, Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, which everything in between, you know, including some of the best crab that you can find in the world. It is the is only crab nooks, that one should eat. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> do you, yes. Do you know, Wayne, <laughs> years ago I had a fellow on the air, and I'm going to... Um, have my husband take a picture of me today so that we can upload it at my website sabrams.net s-a-b-r-a-m-s.net and I have to compulsively and obsessively mention it because .com's gone fellas uh, after we got hacked if you just joined us but I had a guy on the air from I want to say the Seattle Washington area and every year they have a Dungeness Crab Festival and he was trying to tell me how these are the best crabs in the world. You cannot tell a Marylander or somebody from Washington or Virginia that the best crabs in the world come from anywhere but the Chesapeake Bay. But he exactly. said he sent me this great <laughs> red crab hat that's hilarious. And I got to get a picture of me in it today and I will you'll you'll get to see it. But um yeah, the, f- the food is fabulous and the the birth of the Star Spangled Banner happened at Fort McKendry and that in itself is the most amazing place to visit. So, you know, when I look at how sometimes a place is positioned and somebody has a nasty word to say about some destination, there are a lot of places in America where I wouldn't walk down a side street. There, and then that applies in places in Europe and Central and South America and Asia as well. Don't leave your street sense, your, your good horse sense at home when you go traveling. But the fact of the matter is, the areas that are developed for tourism are always 
bright and shiny and 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 well supervised by not only the security of hotels and and resorts and um, attractions, but the local uh, police department as well, because they're very concerned that everything goes smoothly when people visit. You don't want some incident when some tourist is visiting a destination. And man, I'd, I'd leave from Baltimore tomorrow morning if I could. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and come right back. There's a place to go visit, people. Maryland, Washington, D.C., Virginia. Wow. You could spend months and not see it all. We'll be right back. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm delighted to have on the line with me Wayne Lee, who is the president of Wayne's World Media. You can visit them at waynesworldmedia.com. And remember that if you're driving and you lose us, you can always pick us up online uh, at sabrams, S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot net, N-E-T, where you'll find all the show's archive podcast. And uh, we're busy rebuilding photo galleries and my blogs and everything else. It'll, it's going to take another few weeks at, at least uh, to get us uh, even close to where we were after 20 years of sabrams.com. But there's a real good start there, people, and I'm really quite proud of the work that's been done there. I want to say uh, a merry greeting to WARK AM and FM. Um, 1490 AM, 98.9 FM, and 106.3 FM, uh, based in uh, Hagerstown, Maryland, that covers that whole um, south of Baltimore area, southern Maryland, Washington, D.C., northern Virginia area. Um, We're talking about you guys. You live in a fabulous place. And really, for people that live in an area where you can draw a circle, for a couple of hundred miles or a thousand miles um, around you that you can identify places close to home you've never been or you haven't been since you went on a field trip in third grade with your class or you haven't been since your mom and dad took you as a kid on a little weekend adventure or a holiday somewhere. It's time for you to get out and visit and revisit places that are nearby where you have confidence that you can control your environment and still be able to travel. So what are you finding in talking with destinations, uh, both domestically and abroad? I mean, how are people dealing with all of this and how are you dealing with all of this? Well, well, basically, there have been phases, uh, and it seems like everybody's following those, those phases. So when it comes to, you know, the destination, um, you know, at the very beginning of this crisis, there was empathy. You know, there was building confidence about a destination safety. Uh, there were uh, providing regular updates. They were trying to provide support of local businesses as much as possible. Uh, and they wanted to provide immediate management of the crisis going on. And then as new phases continued to to come about, um, you know, destinations are starting to think about building awareness of their destination again, finding inspirational ways of doing so, um, creating new and reforming, you know, current parts. 
partnerships so that way they can provide a lot more incentives to book now and 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 for you to travel anytime later whether if it's tomorrow or by the end of the year or anytime in 2021 um, so there's it kind of continues to go in phases and, and this is what we're finding on the international scale um, as well as on the domestic side here now on the international side you really have to look at the airlift because obviously uh, it's difficult to plan for a holiday if you want to go to Europe um, or to even Canada um, compared to having to plan for a holiday here, which may not be as difficult as we were talking about that tri-state area, um, Virginia, uh, Maryland, Washington, D.C. area. Don't forget about Delaware. They've got good crap there, too. Um, it, it's, it's, and they've got it's gorgeous about... beaches, Rehoboth Beach. I mean, you want to talk about going to a destination where you can be outside, you can be far away, so far away from people, you don't have to worry about a mask because you're not going to be anywhere near them. You just wear it around your neck in case you need it. And there's so oh, many... I was, I, was in, I was in Cape May not too long ago, and, and you don't have to worry about six feet of separation. You don't have to worry about 50 feet of separation. Right. It's it's beautiful. Cape May, you know, New Jersey. And, and there's so many areas available and 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 that are there waiting. There for is Americans a fabulous. There's a fabulous hotel. Um, we actually um, we did uh, some broadcasting from the hotel years ago. I want to say it's called the Congress Hotel. Um, it's right on the water there in Cape May, and it's where John Philip Sousa used to do performances of his wonderful strike up the band music um, it, during his lifetime uh, and people that would come to the hotel could go out and sit on the lawn and listen to John Philip Sousa and his band playing things like Stars and Stripes Forever and you know all of those wonderful marching band tunes really quite remarkable we need to wind up but I just want to throw in for all of the, you listening in Portland Oregon I'll bet you'd roll out the welcome mat for people who want to come and walk on your gorgeous beaches, too. I want to yep. thank you so yep. much for joining us today. More to come, people. Don't leave me. This is Stephanie Abrams, and we're flying high. Mm-hmm.